scream cat. How do I sound? Do I sound like a... You sound great. You have a sexual attraction to cats? <laughs> no, Maya's eyes were cat-like, but not really. All right. And that does it for you? You're traveling uh, through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, <laughs> but of mind. Uh, That's a signpost up ahead. Didn't say no. Stop. Dark territory. Ordering in Wonderlands, the Twilight Zone review. Uncivilized people who don't know any better, not for you, not for me. Doris, listen to me. We've done nothing wrong. We have nothing to fear. Least of all from a bunch of witch doctors 5,000 miles away. What are you afraid of? Africa. No, I guess we're done. Well, that's before the intro. Okay. Uh, Welcome to LAW, the Twilight Zone Review. I am Frank Clementine. Thanks. How's it going, Clemmy? Uh, today's episode is 84, and apparently we're doing 312 The Jungle first. I was prepared for the other one, so I had to switch around some things there. Kind of my fault for not talking about it beforehand. Oh, I'm sorry, Kitten. That's all right. Well, we were talking about the cat and the cat lady and how you're sexually attracted to her. I just assume we're, we're going into that naturally. Well, I mean, we always kind of do the, you know, we... You know, we kind of go, okay. No, no, it's it's no one's fault. I just thought we we're doing that, and we and we weren't, and it's fine. We'll make some adjustments. Um, I was really hoping to put off talking about this episode, but here we are. I figured get it out of the way. So yeah, that's can... probably a good idea. It's probably a good idea. Although I got to be but, honest, for me, it's lose lose. So I don't know why you got a problem with uh, Pete. T PTD. Yeah, PTD by uh, by uh, C uh, B. So for you, the the cat lady's sexy. So let's put perchance the sexy dream for do you for you. It's PTSD. Yeah, I was talking about that before you started, it, and then I went right to yeah. The jungle. <laughs> you see why I'm confused, right? <laughs> I understand why you. Yes, I'm okay. sorry, but okay. no, but 
to my defense, whenever we do a a redux, we always kind of do the redux second. I don't think so. I don't either. Come I, to think of it, I, I think we, we usually we do it first because I I like they go in number of order where aired. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't fucking matter. Anyway, today's episode is terrible. It's oh, it's God. it's terrible. And and if you think. It's going to get good during it. Oh, my God, it gets worse as it goes along. Right up to the very end. Uh, I don't... Well, actually, the end was kind of good. If it... The end was entertaining. That was the only entertaining part of this, this whole fucking episode. That's why I said it was good. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't say it was good. I'd say it was... What? <laughs> What the hell? Like the <laughs> Well, I mean, it was foreshadowed all to hell. Oh yeah. Honestly. Oh yeah. I mean, so I wasn't surprised. And um by the way, I know the name of, of that lion they used. Cecil. Is that why people are so upset when he got killed? What? Remember Cecil the Lion? When that fucking dentist shot him and everyone gave that dentist death threats? Pay attention to the current events that oh. happened years ago. Oh, uh, I don't watch the news ever. It doesn't matter. He's a fucking lion. Somebody shot him. What's the lion's name, oh. Frank? It, well, wait, wait, wait. I remember this now. The dentist said he was a big game hunter, even even though he paid a shit ton of money to the tribe, and the tribe kind of like surrounded the lion and kind of pushed the lion towards the dentist. I, I don't and know then, about that, but... Like, yeah, it's he's dead. It's a fucking lying. Who cares? Anyway, uh, do, do we have to discuss this episode? Do we do we have to get into this? I have. What does Rod have to say about the, the carcass the... of a goat, a dead finger, <laughs> a few bits of broken glass and stone, and Mister Alan Richards, a modern man of a modern age, hating with all his heart something in which he cannot believe. And preparing, although he doesn't know it, to take the longest walk of his life, right down to the center of the Twilight Zone. And I have so many flaws and faults already with that. Because they set it up where Mr. Alan Richards, he's he's a modern man in the modern times, and he subscribes to Modern Time Magazine. And, and it, okay, okay, holy shit, I'm getting so mad already. So they set him up as the he doesn't believe in this shit. He he fuck Africa, this guy says, you know, and he's he's this. And then most of the episode, most of his dialogue is sitting around this conference table with his bosses and shit going, You should believe in this mumbo jumbo. It's not mumbo jumbo. You carry a lucky let rabbit paw. You ca- you you do astrology. You do you don't walk under order ladders. And I'm like, if you can't have this character say all this dialogue, right? Exactly. But, uh, side note. Yeah. Would you like to hear the origin of the word mumbo jumbo? Oh, God. Is that why you get excited? Yeah. Sure. Okay, so the... Uh, whatever stupid tribe in Africa. <laughs> I don't know the name. There is a name for him. So, anyway. Um, mumbo jumbo was a, a deity, one of many, that the tribe uh, believed in. And he would settle... Domestic disputes, which basically meant um, <clears throat> uh, the tribe would, uh, you know, have a big party around a fire until, hey, hey Mumbo Jumbo showed up 
and he would start speaking a bunch of mumbo jumbo. He'd walk in yeah. and people would go mumbo. Like, hey. Mumbo, my man, jumbo. Settle, Yo. Mumbo, mumbo. You got to settle a bet for us. Settle a bet. And I like, All right. She said I was cheating and I said I wasn't. So, so, so what are we going to do about it? Well, let's tie her to the, to, to, to a tree. And whack her over the head for an hour with a stick. <laughs> if she lives, case settled. Yes. If she dies, case settled. Move on. Mumbo Jumbo would basically settle the dispute by beating the hell out of the woman. Oh, that's for for it, questioning the man and a, what he's doing, because the man can do whatever the hell he wants, and who is she to say otherwise? Goddamn right. That's exactly right. What we're so, saying is all hail and, Mumbo Jumbo. Yep, yep, yep. And he would he would wear a mask. It was like all wooden mask with leaves and shit, right? But turns out, uh, it was really just the wife's husband, dressed up as Mumbo Jumbo. The wife's husband, or oh. a friend of the husband. Okay, okay. I was gonna say, wouldn't he have to be there? Um, I'll tell you another African story. Um, there's this guy. Uh, well. It's a little more involving than just the guy itself. Uh, something sacred was taken from an African temple, and a man went there to help find it. It was a, a white bat, and uh, <laughs> the man got involved in so many shenanigans that they chased him out of the out of the the continent. Actually, doesn't the great white bat have great white guano? Yeah, Sequenza orcha, uh, they called him, and it, it didn't it didn't go well. Orcha. It, it didn't go well, and he he got birthed by a rhino, and uh, getting hot in these rhinos. Yep, and then he, he fucked a lady, and then the husband found out when she on the wedding night he, she wasn't a virgin, and he got chased How? out of Africa. I I don't know, I, I don't know. Uh, question: Have you ever taken a woman's virginity? No, I have once. Take I you, I had I sex with her, or you, you took it. Well, Snatched that shit. It, it wasn't by force. It was okay. willing. <laughs> what was weird is it was in like a, a is, it, is it a split level or by level where when you walk into the front door you have like five steps going up and five steps going down the basement. Is that by level? Um, I don't know. I don't know, but I love that layout. I really do. And why does that pertain to you breaking a girl's virginity? <laughs> I don't know. Because the back of her mother's head was in the living room on the top while I was in the basement just railing her daughter. Was the, the head still attached to the mother? The way you said that made me think it was detached. Well, she never turned around. as I, Because it was on a spike. I broke that hymen. <laughs> okay. I didn't feel anything. Come to think of it, I don't... I, I, I guess it was my first time to taking it so how would i know did didn't last very long i mean she she could have turned around if she wanted to and it would have been over <laughs> it was like that son you guys fuck it oh no i guess not anyway hey are you guys oh okay never mind no i guess not. Yeah, nah, he's exactly. done was, loser <laughs> yeah it was a it was i was i was a two-pump chump that day <laughs> and you're like you're not a virgin you lied to me mumbo and he came in there and, and beat the girl <laughs> whack 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 like a like a terrifying pinata oh lovely and then he would run back 
into the jungle again and awaiting another domestic dispute for another day. <laughs> He's like a, a terrible superhero. <laughs> he really is. And I'm not making this up. It is the truth. It is the it is the definition of where the word Mumbajama comes from. I, I found another superhero in this episode, by the way, that I can't wait to get to. Uh, it, I'll give you a hint. It's one of the five characters in this episode outside of the boardroom. Oh, speaking of the boardroom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, hold on. Before you play it. Okay. I, I was getting to my point earlier, and then we got I'm severely sorry. off track, and it, it's worth it. Anyway. Do you, do you know what I'm saying about they Rod's like, he's skeptical. He doesn't like Africa. Fuck it. He says, fuck him, basically. And then he's the only one in this episode that defends Africa and, and their weird culture, as, they, as he says. And he's going, is it really that far-fetched that this doesn't exist? And then he proceeds to get, he's like, oh, the second we push this deal through to, to tear it off their land, we're going to get cursed. I've seen you know perfectly healthy men turn dead within 10 minutes and nobody poisoned them. But I'm like... You can't have the same character do both. They needed his wife there for this. Yeah. Like, it was almost like the Still Valley asshole 180, but he was 180-ing all over the damn place. He was like, I don't believe in superstition, but let me ostracize you for believing in it because I believe in it. But but you think it's crazy, but hey, there's that because it's real, but I don't believe in it. But it's real, but I don't believe in it. But right. you shouldn't. But you should believe in it because it's true. And I agree with everything you said. There's not much difference between a fucking lucky rabbit's paw compared to (laughs) an African curse. I I don't see a difference there at all. Have you ever looked up the the whole, uh, like, uh, origin of, of, like, the lucky rabbit's foot? It's insane. They're all insane. Well, the the North American version is really nuts. It's got to be the back left paw. You have to, you have to remove it from the rabbit while it's still alive in a cemetery. On a Friday night, it has to be the Friday thirteenth, and the moon has to be either new or full, depending on, I guess, whatever lunatic you ask. So you got like twice a year, and then out of that, depending on what moon it is. So once every five years, you just got to go in a little fucking rabbit killing spree. Oh, and the guy that does it has to be cross-eyed. I think you're just adding stuff to this now. Nope. Look it up. I I don't want to. People are terrible. People are fucking idiots. Yeah. They should just kill the cross-eyed guy. You know what? Um, Yeah, because he's obviously a serial killer because he's, you know, he's, he's, He's literally torturing animals while they're alive. Specifically. I mean, in a very specific way, too. That's like OCD serial killer. Do, do you think he has to start it, or is it like a, hey, Ted, hey, cross-eyed Ted. Uh, <laughs> I know it's been five years since I talked to you last. Uh, I, I, I got a job for you. I don't really want to tell you what it is until after. Uh, why don't you meet me in that cemetery on Friday the 13th? And, uh, we'll see what happens. Ted's going to think you're going to kill him. That's the only conclusion he can he can come up with. I nailed this job interview, so I need a little <laughs> bit of good luck. Where the hell is Cross-Eyed Ted at? <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't show up, you're fucked for like five years. Gotta Pretty much. This, keep putting up this ceremony. <laughs> it's not worth it. So, it's like it's like you call for the job interview. Can I come in for the job interview? Yeah, let's do it next week. No, 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 no. 
It's got to be today. Why? Because Friday the 13th is tomorrow. It's Thursday the 12th. It has to be today so we can get our ducks in a row. Now, are you a natural cross-eyed or do you have cosmetic surgery to look that way? It, it matters. Me? Trust me. No. I'm doing the job What's... interview. Come on, Frank. God. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm you sorry. You ruined the bit. God. I'm not a good improv. You are. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking terrible. I suck at improv, actually. <laughs> You're doing good for a while there. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, I appreciate that. You're better. Uh, you know, should we talk? You learn about... from the best. You know, you you pick up tricks of the trade from the best. And I mean, how many shows have we done? I mean, I'm I'm picking up too many. What what? <laughs> tell me about. It. Uh, I'm picking up what you're putting down. You know what I'm saying? I can tell you for certain we have done. Uh, this is our 75th episode. Oh my goodness! Indeed. Wow. And it's okay, even well, more pathetic. I have that at the uh, at the ready. I uh, I I'm. I agree with you, even though I have no idea if you're right or wrong. I am. It's it's right here. It's uh, I have that little list I have of the episodes and who's in it, and I just keep a running tally. <laughs> you you are a very organized dude. I am. It's a uh, it's a curse. Speaking of curses, let's hear that audio about yeah. the curses. Trainings have already been started, as well as some preliminary work on the dam itself. Now our uh, time of completion will have to be. Up by about three to six months, but this shouldn't affect our general cost more than a few thousand dollars in either direction. Well, I know it's getting very late, and uh, before we make a decision, I have a few questions, if you don't mind. Certainly, sir. I'm sure you've considered this aspect carefully, but uh, well, for my own curiosity, what about the natives? Natives? <laughs> what about them, sir? Oh. What's their attitude? How are they reacting? Well, as far as I know... Well, they... the Kikuyu are a violent... People, they resent the loss of their homes. They resent the enterprise, even though they're going to benefit from it eventually. They Maybe they're us, just mad. But I doubt they'll cause any serious disturbance. Except for Uchawi. Uchawi? I love that. Dish. Witchcraft. <laughs> well, you see, a number of the shamans have decided to put a curse on everyone connected with the enterprise effective upon the decision to go ahead with the project, that is. And what sort of a curse, Mr. Richards? The usual. The slow, painful <laughs> Typical standard curse. No, thank you. Now, wait a minute, gentlemen. I assure you there's nothing the least bit funny about Uchawi. Oh, you're not serious. I am. I've seen it work. I have seen healthy men sicken and die within ten minutes of the time set by the witch doctors who cursed them. Healthy men. And women. They weren't touched. <laughs> They weren't poisoned. It's not just people, they it's women too. Anyway, they just died. <laughs> Biggest hypocrite in Twilight's in history. Uh, wait a minute, just a second. Mr. Sinclair. What time is it? Oh, say, what's this you're wearing on your watch chain? Why, it's, a... it's rabbit's foot, isn't it? Yes, but I know. Well, why do you wear that, Mr. Sinclair? <laughs> no, see, Cross my <laughs> What's that got to do with magic? He's the amazing Sinclair interrupting man. He's a severed foot of a dead animal around with him in the hopes that it'll bring him good fortune, and he can't see what that has to do with magic. <laughs> that was me, sorry. Hardy is amused. Although it's a known fact that he's a superstitious man, or have you finally given up astrology, Mr. Hardy? I hear. Here is a 20th century man with a 20th century mind who allows the stars to make his decisions. And a fine job they've done of it, too, young man. Mr. Hardy, 
That's exactly what a Kikuyu witch doctor said to me when I suggested that panther bones could not foretell the future. Now, you needn't smile, Mr. Templeton. I've seen you knock on wood more than once. Oh, yeah, you I'm not wait, wait a minute, Chad, just a second. Mr. Fleming, when was the last time you walked under a ladder, huh? Or crossed your fingers or threw salt over your shoulder? All right, Mr. Richards, I think you've made your point. A multi-billion dollar corporation run by witches. Warlocks. In a 40-story building that doesn't even have a 13th floor. Now, gentlemen, Mr. I... Mr. Richards! You... <laughs> I love that end part. And, it, you know, it's so true, too, because... You, it's, I think that it's like 80% of all buildings in New York that have elevators that go above, I think it's like uh, 15 or 16 floors. There's no 13th floor. It's, it's so fucking pathetic. It's like, I hate to tell you something, but the floor after 12 is 13, whether there's a fucking button on the elevator or not. <laughs> It'd be better if they had a 13th floor and left it blank. Just an empty, an empty floor. If you're that yeah. committed, waste the more waste more money on it. <clears throat> I, I, I hate that shit. Human. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where to begin on this one. It's it's fucking so. It's childish. It is fucking childish that grown adults capable of building a skyscraper are like, nope, skipping that number. That's unlucky. <laughs> I mean, because because. It's grown adults who know that people who they need to occupy the building they're building to make money, uh, they just go, I know it's bullshit, but just in case, just don't do it because it might affect the bottom line, maybe. Can't hurt. I kind of want to like commit a bunch of murders on the twelfth floor, <laughs> or just or just a big rape alley in the middle of twelfth floor. Some some horrible atrocities need to happen there. So you're like, see, it doesn't matter where you're at, what number it is, it doesn't even matter. I, I that wow, wow, <laughs> wow, Phoenix, wow. I, I I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> You do what you got to do. Keep on going, man, because I'm curious. Uh, I'm, I'm, what does the 12th floor of, of rape and murder have anything to do with 13? Just to, to prove that it doesn't matter what the number is. We'll do it on 12 and 14. How about that? Well, I was going to say 14th floor makes more sense to the point. Yeah, but then they go, see, it's the 13th floor, technically. You got to do it on and a number that, that's not 13 related. And you say that in court, and like, well, technically, sir, it was it said fourteenth, but it was really the thirteenth, and that's why it happened. All right. Or how about a service where we go, go around to all the buildings and we just, when they're not looking, we replace the numbers in the elevator, we replace the numbers in the doors, and we just change everything to thirteen. We give them a everything's thirteen. We give them a, a fourteenectomy, and then we. Th- th- I don't want to keep going up because you got to change all the numbers above it. That sounds like a lot. Uh, Bit involved. Start with smaller buildings. That way, we don't get it a couple floors. But I want to find the twenty percent of buildings in New York that does have the thirteenth floor and move to that one because they have sense. Yeah. We well, they have. Well, they they have twentieth twenty first century minds. <laughs> yeah. 
It served me well so far. I've evaded my federal manhunt for pedophilia charges <laughs> thus far. What's, what's, what's the big deal, Richards? I, I use condoms and wear gloves. They <laughs> <laughs> never find a pube. I shave. My <laughs> God. I want to know what that guy meant by that. It's worked out so well so far, young man. Young man. That guy's in his 60s. <laughs> I know. And, but this dude's in his 90s. Yeah. <laughs> young man. Now, hey, sit, now, now, so now see here. Why ain't you retired then, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. Well, you see the stock market crashed, and uh, <clears throat> I wasn't looking at, my, at the planets that week, and uh, <clears throat> um, uh, uh, that's horseshit. I'm sorry. He, he's paying those four alimonies. <laughs> yeah. His lucky alimony. My, my fifth wife was the keeper because I married her on a full moon instead of a new moon, like I did all the others. Now, that 12th wife was, was, was fine in the divorce, but my 14th one, the very next one, she was a real <laughs> bitch. <laughs> like, it's like 1,200, 1,400. Yes! <laughs> That's the only time I, so I will subscribe to the whole 13th thing. When you start paying me money and you skip up, there you go. I remember working in like grocery stores or McDonald's in high school and like your total six sixty six. People be like, oh no, I need to, I'll buy something else. I'm like, fucking seriously, pay the fucking money. God. I know. The devil's yeah. not in your fucking burger. <laughs> if anything, you should have known the burger was terrible before the number came up. You're at McDonald's already. Yeah. You're you're going in there knowing you're going to eat some shit. You're going to have a demon in your in your bowels regardless. Just go ahead and accept it. You're going to wish you were in hell. You're going to sweat like you're in hell, that's for sure, when you just clenched over the porcelain. Oh! <laughs> God damn it, it was six dollars and sixty-six cents. <laughs> was, that, was it rebubbling or is that falling into it? <laughs> I don't know. That was a demon claw coming out of the toilet after you. Have up. you ever took such a violent deuce that you actually made the toilet flush? Like you, you push the release in the back? No, no, no. Your 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 log is just so just like it it it, it goes into. It, like such an angle and force that the it tricks the toilet into thinking it it it, it was. You see what I'm saying? I, I don't know. like how far apart your hands were for that. I think it was because you're going around the microphone, but you're you're holding your hands up like you're holding a basketball with two hands. No, I'm, not, I'm trying not to hit the <laughs> <Yeah>, microphone. <no. laughs> I'm like, it's, how how is that leaving your body at that size? I've never done it, but I've heard it's possible. No, I've never heard of that. Well, he's, I mean, th- I mean, how's the toilet work? It's it's a it's a it's a sudden influx of a large, you know, uh, you know, uh, psi of water pressure into the bowl, right? And that's how it, you know, because the drain is like a like a like a S. You so know. the rest of the episode, Mister Richards is is running around town. It's <laughs> gonna keep going. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, uh, I have a clip here. Oh, God, more clips. Yeah, uh, it's after the board meeting. Watch this. That, my dear Chad, is Kipitu. A protective amulet. Should we do we too? 
I swear he's making these names up. That's yeah. really long. Since this is a lion's tooth, I gather I'm being protected from lions. In uh, Tiger? New York City. Yeah. Oh. Well, you Bears. admit they're doing a fine job. Oh, my, Frank. <laughs> yeah, did, you see that tooth? Like, it's like... It's it was stone. Like, I know, it was... It's like the size of your hand. <laughs> and then, like, the end of it looked like a tooth. It's like, God damn, that's a whole lot of tooth in, in a tiger that's not being used. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a... Uh, it looked like it was, like, porcelain or, like, a... What's the other thing? Fuck, it doesn't matter. Um, a couple things there. You didn't... I was hoping you had that his first line of the scene because it harkens back to the... Him and his wife were talking in the beginning before he leaves to this board meeting where he does a flip-flop in his brain where he's... she She's so much fun that he's, like... I'll try to be back early. And she go. She goes. You'll never be back. And he opens the door, and she's like, "Don't leave." And then there's a dead goat outside. Cut to later on, and uh, I was really hoping Rob would play with the dead goat when he's doing his opening, <laughs> but uh, he's wearing it. He's just eating it. <laughs> he's doing the Tom Green thing where he's like, "It's wearing it." Anyway, um, <laughs> in this scene you just played, the first line that opens up at this bar, it's right after the board meeting, and he goes, uh, "Where do you think you get a dead goat within the hour?" And it, yeah, he goes, where, if you wanted to get a dead goat this late at night in the city, where would you, where would you go? To a psychiatrist. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, 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 like, fuck this hour. How about ever? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even know who to call. I, I guess the. The wolf? The, but, <laughs> from Pulp Fiction? I don't know who else to call. I don't know. I'm sorry. I know it's like, but I mean, you know, truth be told, I mean, I, I, I was surprised and I don't like goat. I don't know if you've ever had it. It's, it's not a, it's not a pleasant meat. It, it tastes like a sponge. I, I have, but it's been so long. I don't remember. Um, we ever been to those Colombian steakhouses where you got the green dot and the red dot and you flip it back and forth and they come over with all these you know, um, cooked pieces of meat on a skewer. You can do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was like a, good, a lot of Brazilian steakhouses out here that do Brazilian, that. Brazilian, that's what I meant. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, the, the best one I've ever been to is in Aruba. Uh, I forget what, exactly what it's called, but God damn, is it good. Uh, anyway, you know, they came around with a leg of lamb, right? And I went, I never had that before. And they, they sliced me off of, piece of that lamb yeg or leg yeg lamb whatever the goat thing meat it sucked i, I love Ugh. i love lamb do you yeah yeah oh you like heroes yeah yeah i do they're good or gyros whatever yeah gyros heroes heroes g-y-r-o gynecologists whatever they're called um, yeah, I do like those though, but goat, I don't know. I don't know if I've just had straight up. What's the difference? Goat, lamb, is, is the same thing? Is there? But then there's sheep. Is that the same thing too? No, sheep's different. I don't I think a lamb is a, I, I, I've always wondered this and I kind of, I don't want to look it up because I don't want the answer. I want it to come about naturally. And I grew up in a lot of farmland. Do you think it would have came up before? I, I don't, I, I don't know. I just don't know. Goats are different. I know that. But then I get to lamb and sheep. And sheep are What's different. The, well, sheep's very woolly. Is, is a lamb a, a baby sheep? 
No, that would be a a a, a veal. <laughs> That's for cow. I I that was a stretch. I know. Uh, how, how about God. this? How about this? I love veal. Any farmers that are listening, send us a message at lordingwonderland at gmail.com. I would love to hear it. I will read it on the show next. Uh, Make it really graphic. I do know I hate being around goats because they're fucking assholes. However, uh, you know the term, get my goat? No. You ever hear, oh, they really get my goat. You ever hear that term? Uh, No, I don't think so. Well, it comes from. <clears throat> oh, it's, it's Frank's Fun Fact Corner. That's I what know, we're doing this yeah. episode. There, there's actually a name for this type of a uh, uh, a scientist. There is a scientist that that find out uh, meanings of phrases of words, right? <clears throat> so uh, those guys, those kids really get my goat or something like that. Where if you own a horse, or horses, or or horse, horse eye, horse eye, horse eyes. Or, yeah, horse or, eyes, horse eyes, or, or heese, heese, heese. Okay, okay. So if 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 you have some heese, no, and if you have heese, not some heese, just heese. Okay, yeah. so if you if you have heese and they're a bit rowdy, and you want to calm them down, you put a goat in the pen, and for some reason, they just calm the fuck down. I don't know why. Goat is a very therapeutic to to horse your your horse or heese. So. Um, uh, and then, uh, apparently some, some hooligans stole the goat, um, from a, a guy who owned racehorses and his racehorses were like all uppity <laughs> or, or he's, or his race, he's, he's, uh, race, he's, God, that's hard to say. He's high. <laughs> race, he's high. Okay. So his race, he's high. <clears throat> they were all rowdy and uppity and they lost the race and it's because the goat was gone and kids stole it. And the, the, and the rich guy was like, those kids really get my goat. And that's where that phrase comes from. True story. I was going to let you sit there in silence after that. <laughs> no, it's, it's true. It's, it's, it's absolutely hundred percent true. Good to know. Good to know. That story really got my goat. There you go. Is that good? It's bad. Uh, bad, Apparently, yeah. Sounds like it'd be bad. Uh, So, uh, fucking Richard is is talking to his friend there, and they start drinking. He shows him that little tooth that you had, and then uh, a little—I mean, huge tooth. I didn't have it. And uh, you played the clip for. Uh huh. Sorry. Uh Um, And then uh, they they get up. They decide to ride their heese out of town. They they leave the bar. (laughs) <laughs> and then they show, and it, fucking Richards goes outside and he starts like trying to look around. His car doesn't start. The other guy drives off like a fucking drunk maniac, just hops over the curb. And then uh, he goes back. Was yeah, he, he did. I was he old, did. Okay, so so you <laughs> was that the first thing you said too? Like okay, so so they go, they drink, 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 and right into their cars. Yep, <laughs> yep. And but for some reason, okay, it's the city. I get it, but it wasn't a busy street. Well, to be fair, they were on a studio lot. They were going to be fine. He drove around the corner and was immediately back out into the, the lot. It's, it's, it's no big deal. Uh, Fun fact, uh, that street where the bar was, same street from um, the second episode ever um, with, the, with the pedophile guy. One for the Angels? Yep, that's it. Yeah, it's in, it's in a lot of episodes. 
Oh yeah. The uh, but they they go back and he he was like, oh, I need to. He starts pounding pounding on the in the window because the the phone's out of order. The fucking bar's closed, and he's like, oh, they're closed. They just walked out of there, and he sees like his little fucking tooth and all the shot glasses line up. I'm like, does this bar not clean up after they close? I thought the same thing too. Like, who's? I mean, normally you shut down the bar, and about an hour after that, you're mopping and cleaning, or at least you should be. You know, the the Department of Sanitation, whatever they're called, uh, would have a problem with that. Yeah, and and whoever opens the bar is going to be like, "What the fuck, Tony?" Like, just left shot glasses in a fucking tiger's tooth or lion's tooth, just hanging out in the bar. Couldn't be bothered. Why? Why do you have this clove of garlic here? <laughs> yeah. it look like <laughs> God. And, and then seriously, I think the rest of the episode is just uh, Mr. Richards running around town, hearing like these African noises. And then, um, oh, for, he gets in a fucking cab, and he's like, "Driver, the light's green. Driver, the light's green. Oh, driver, and bing!" Because every green light goes bing. Yeah. The, the cab driver's dead. I'm like, why did the cab driver have to die? He said explicitly, anyone involved with this deal will die. Apparently, the cab driver was a huge uh, stockholder in this company because he just fucking died out of nowhere for no nothing. Died for no sins, unless he's just a horrible monster we don't know anything about. Could be a different Twilight Zone episode we just don't know about, uh, to be fair. But as far as we know, guy just died. No explanation. Yeah, and and the dude gets out. He looks at him. Yeah, he's dead. I'll just walk away like <laughs> yeah. normal. And the cab is parked in the middle of the road with the lights on and the door open. <laughs> he's like, yeah, walk, walk away. I got to get home. You know what? Yeah, I, I don't want no part of this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go. And then some bum just comes right out of nowhere. Yeah. This is after Africa literally calls the man on a payphone. Literally yes, calls they him. do. Uh, great sound effects. I mean, I knew it was Africa right away. How about you? Yeah, because he's basically being haunted by the sounds of the jungle cassette tapes. Fucking stupid. Oh, good God. It was just, what the hell? This is a sound. Oh. That's a telephone. Hello? Mr. Floyd, Mr. Floyd. Yes, Africa here. Got a call from Africa. Africa? I told you we broke up. U- Uchawi? <laughs> Is that you? <laughs> I had some bad Uchawi earlier. I think it's keeping up on me. You should have done that. Oh, Mr. Richards, no here. <laughs> wrong number, wrong number. No S here. Break call, break call, yeah. break call. Oh, God. He walks away from the payphone, meets the homeless man. And this is my superhero because he, he gives the guy 10 bucks and he's like, he gives him a dollar and he's like, do you hear that? And he's like, hear, hear what? My, my hearing's not any good anymore. I'm sorry. And he's like, I'll give you $10 to walk me across the park. I swear I won't murder you. <laughs> anyway, do you hear that? Do you hear that? And then he... Turns around real quick, and the homeless man has vanished. He's the amazing vanishing homeless man. He's, he, he sneaks in for a dollar, swoops in, and then it just he's gone off into the night to collect another buck. 
Was it was it just me or did he hold the lighter lit way too he did. close to this guy? <laughs> and the dirt like, in his face was lit up in flames. Yeah. <laughs> it was it wasn't just a lighter, it was like a good four and a half, five inches of flame too. Like a real powerful lighter. It was like sixty zippo style, but like tall, but enough fat like it was just short of like Indiana Jones in a dark tunnel lighting a torch. Just short of that. It really, it, I mean, the flame was humongous. It was. I was like, it, I mean, you know, I'm proud of my Zippos, but I, I wanted that lighter. I expected like the dirt and the bread in this guy's face and beard to actually catch on, on fire. And just a little, like not, 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 nothing to emblaze him, like cover him in flames, but like a little sparkles all over where it just kind of burns. Just. It really, yeah, <laughs> it really just kind of shaves him really. I did set my uh, friend's head on fire once. He had one of those right, guns Pete. that was a lighter. Yeah. So, so I so I put the gun to his head and I pulled the trigger and went. And, and it was a <laughs> it was a real gun. No, I I wish. At Tony. This point. Anyway, uh, is he is he alive? Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Just uh, wait, wait. Here sure. we go. I don't hear no drum. Listen. You mean to tell me you can't hear that? <laughs> You'll have to excuse me. You see, my my ears aren't as good as they used to be. Hey, wait a minute. Since you burned them all. <laughs> How'd you like to make some money? I obviously got a shit ton since I, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to get decimated the draw the tens and twenties to give you the one dollar. The job it involves a a blow. Get you $10. An elephant. <laughs> you ever had anonymous gay sex in the in the middle of the park? Just curious. Uh, not a park. No. How's ten dollars, son? I'm doing improv again. God, Frank. So am I. <laughs> I know. I was gonna ruin that one no matter what. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, the the guy just vanishes him, vanishes from him, and then he just chases the homeless man down like a like a real fucking lunatic. Looking all around, like, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Almost man, get back here. I'll give you 20. <laughs> the stick doesn't get wet on its own. Dad, come here. Pops, dad. What did, what did Bill Murray call the homeless guy in Groundhog Day? Did he call him dad? Oh, God, what did he call him? Hey, dad. I remember him saying that. Hey, dad. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good one. Shit. I, I want to say he called him dad for... He might have, at, yeah. At least one of the days he was trying to make sure he didn't die. But um, That part's heartbreaking. You, you know when a movie's good when it has a section that small and it's still heartbreaking? I was happy he got, uh, like, like he had never, it, it, it was like he took him to the Olive Garden. <laughs> never ending soup, salad, and breadsticks. <laughs> Literally never ending. Yeah. Yeah, it really, really gets tough there at the end. Let me give you a fresh one. Oh, <laughs> Um, it, the, Rod didn't miss a chance to use a fucking another uh, human mannequin with a spear, a little fucking spear, spear trucker Jones, literally. <sighs> man, I was so mad at this part, dude. I'm like, himself. dude, you couldn't stand still and not move your damn eyes for literally, yeah, literally. Like he's like, I, I thought he was doing it because he wasn't like I expected. 
uh, Mr. Richard is there to turn around and start walking away and see the actor be like, and follow him with it, you know, literally alive or something. And he gets stuck in his leg. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Ah! Uh-huh. 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 Yeah, that, uh, that, that epic. It's in the bone. It's in the bone. Goddamn. Anyway, uh, can I ask you something? Because uh, it goes on for another five minutes, literally, where the man's running around from jungle noises, like the, the sounds of the jungle cassette tapes that I mentioned before. That's what he's being chased by. It's just sound effects. And I was like, this feels exactly like a, a Thing About Machines episode, only without the hilarious razor on a cord chasing down the stairs. So there's nothing to enjoy. No. It's the exact same fucking episode, though, isn't it? It really is just... It might, uh, yeah, yeah. But he was running away from a sound, sounds that he couldn't hear. At least... At least if, uh, 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 what the hell's the guy's name in Thing About Machines? <sighs> Templeton? No. Fair- Fairmont. Fairmount? Uh, am I, am no, because the, the TV would say, and they typed it, uh, get out of here. Or, Tripleton? Uh, I don't know. I want to say Templeton, but it's not that. Templeton's Is a it? different one. I'm looking it up right yeah. now. Go ahead and continue. Okay, so at any rate, not, not for nothing, but <clears throat> if you're about to pay a Finchley. Bum, Finchley. Finchley, that's it. There you go. Finchley. Finchley. Hey, Finch. Finch. Finchley. Finch. Sounds a Finch makes in Africa. Finch noises. LIWstudios.com and then uh, YouTube.com slash Lloyd in Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what you're going for I'm, there. Tr- I'm trying <laughs> to make this episode eh, eh, like. Nope. There's no fixing it. It's just a terrible through and through. I literally looked at the timer on my DVD and it said 15 minutes left. I'm like, how? How are they going to fill this 15 minutes? How did they do this setup in 10? And the last 15 is nothing but him running through a fake city of New York with no nothing else around and just noises. I don't know. And... The Jungle has a 7.0 in IMDb. Cannot disagree more with that. Uh, Thing About Machines has a 6.5. I, I will agree this is a better made episode as far as technicalities go. Like the shots and then uh, it looked better. Cinematography, yes. Yes. But, oh man, I, I just... There's nothing in this episode. There is nothing here. It is so empty of anything redeemable. I think the the I, acting the the main actor I love him. Pulled it off. I'll give him that. He he's in a few of them. I, I do like him a lot. I, I really do. It's uh he just had nothing to do in this episode. So it was like how much could he really help out? It's like it's like scene one he's the biggest asshole and I guess holding a human finger doesn't phase him at all. Spooked me out a bit. I'm like, ooh, why would you hold that? I love when he throws it in the fire and then it just bounces out. And he has to pick it up with a little thing you put it back in there. <laughs> little tweezers, like yeah. the, long, the long accordion finger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. It's... Mm. 
Mmm, smell that human flesh burning? Yeah, sounds great. It does remind me of Africa, though. Yeah. Mm. Well, can, can, and then eat it cannibalism. Not that I associate that with Africa or anything. Uh, yeah. Oh, 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 he, he finally gets home. It's like uh, Scorsese's After Hours or like, uh, you know, Road Trip or or uh, Due Date. It's, it's a real uh, road trip comedy, this episode. He finally gets home to reveal that his uh, a lion has eaten his goddamn wife and then eats goddamn him. Why did she die? I, I don't... Because he, he burned all of her amulets. Yes, but... It, when you say we're going to kill everybody involved in this, and she clearly was not on board. She was begging and pleading with him not to go through with this fucking, this, this, this uh, whatever the hell they're doing over there. The meeting that, that would finalize it. She's like, please don't go. You're not going to come back. So maybe her and the cab driver were having an affair. So the lion's like, yeah, better kill this bitch too while I'm at it. She knew more than anyone else because how the fuck did she know there was a dead goat out the side of the door unless... I Did mean, she know? She... I didn't think she knew. Don't open the door, she says. No, yeah, but not for the goat. She just knew he was going to die. I don't think she knew about the goat. It came off like she knew that there was a dead goat outside that door. To she didn't fair. say it. She was like, don't open the door. Oh, it, you did. There it is. Yeah. yeah. I think that's why he was like, where could you find a dead goat within the hour? Hmm. He's trying to like, yeah, is it's my like, wife? How, how that, did she like, pull that shit off? Yeah, why? He's just like, well, that's strange. Off to work a goo <laughs> at 10 at night for some reason. <laughs> I, you know, someone else other than me that does that shit. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I didn't know yeah. why the meeting had to be 10 at night, like you mentioned, when they're, they're finalizing something. Real, real a business dam. guys finalize a dam in, in Africa. You got you're on the African clock at that point. You got You got to do it during nine to five in African times. You know. By so, the way, so not five thousand miles away. About two ish from New York to Africa, because from Canada to Australia is three. So. Fifteen, seventeen hundred miles, give or take. Not five thousand. I had a problem with that. Yeah, it's um. <laughs> Depends where they were. I'm looking it up right now. Depends where the jungle was. It was right in the center of Africa, where where when you want to build a big ass city and level a mountain and a jungle and displace. Two tribes, you want to do it right in the center of Africa. I'm, in a I'm looking at a place in uh, Maui, Africa, from New York, and it says distance as the crow flies, 12,513 miles, because it is way Boom. across and down from Africa. Boom, one. I, I was close. You said 2,000. I'm saying 12,000. No, no, I said about 17 ish. Okay. See, I said ish. That gives me leeway. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Give or take a, a few hundred. Yeah, yep. I don't. I don't know where they were going. It's it's really goddamn far away. I I, I mean, five thousand miles away from New York is almost back to New York, isn't it? <laughs> India, if you go that way, 
I guess. You are so confusing me with your numbers that you're saying. I know. <laughs> you just... Oh, man. I'm just going to have to listen back to this and say how far off you are on these numbers. <laughs> I'm pulling them out of thin air. Uh, I'm well aware. You, you said it's not 5,000, it's 2,000. And I said it's actually 12,500. You're saying, no, I said 17,000. <laughs> <laughs> I did. And I'm like, well, it's more like 15 is 17. I did say ish, though. I did put an ish in there, so... Then how would 5,000 be almost back to New York again? Uh, yeah, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling any straight. I'm, I'm reaching I'm so confused. This, this episode was so bad. How to get a 7.0? I don't know. Well, I, I said 7-ish. So, <laughs> I don't know. This fucking episode's terrible. I, I hate this episode. It won't let me rate it. It will not let me rate it. Because once they got the seven, they were like, "All right, lock it in." Yeah, it's locked. <laughs> oh, that's it. We got our, our, our we got to keep a keep a seven here. It's exactly at seven, with nine hundred eighty-four people. Oh my god. Anyway, um, I, I'm fucking up this episode. You got anything else to say about it? Oh, oh, our ad. Shit. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, okay. Yep, yep. Here we go. Almost forgot. Rod creator of the Twilight Zone, will tell you about next week's story after this word from our alternate sponsor. Jungles. Who needs them, right? I mean, I think we all agree we should demolish the... Did you guys hear that? What the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? Oh, God! Ah! Anyway, I I recovered. The, the, The lion was very friendly afterward. And let me go. Just, just, just wanted sex, huh? I thumbed in its eyes after after it made love to me, of course. And, and I, uh, top or bottom? Well, it's hard to say. <laughs> Got a little fuzzy there. You know how cats kind of bat things around. Got really <laughs> fuzzy there, and uh, I don't. Uh, I probably bottom. It would be my guess. Whatever you see the Nature Channel, they're usually on top. And the, and the female lines or females is kind of like looking around, like bored. Yeah, I did not look that way. It's so boring. It is, and it's just uh, uh, it's all hip action. Uh, 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 go away! Sick, you're sick. I'm sick of you. Go. It's like <laughs> the females, like you done yet, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it because they have to chase him down, and they're like, ah, I finally got you. And the females finally just like, no, 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 uh, fine. And you're done already. Great. Yeah. Well worth the chase, huh? King of the now jungle, let, my ass. And then let me go hunt now and let, let you sleep this one off, you know, because that's what I do. I had a threesome with two monkeys the other day. They were so much bigger than you. That, Ooh, that wasn't the a race. Uh, the purple ones, I believe. You couldn't give me blue? It's so close. <laughs> <laughs> I said purple ish. <laughs> okay, well, fair enough. Okay, uh, uh, so, yeah. Some superstitions kept alive by the long night of ignorance have their own special power. You'll hear of it through a jungle grapevine in a remote corner of the Twilight Zone. Did you try, Rod? <laughs> <laughs> what ignorance did he have there? He See, he was the only one defending these people other than his wife, his horrible, frigid wife. I don't know. I don't get it. And 
it was it was funny. Like I I, I kind of paused it to see like because because I know the that they were going for like the lion ate the wife and stuff. Like just, that's how the story reads. Just her wig yeah. and her hand were on the bed. <laughs> it was a wig and a fake hand. <laughs> no blood anywhere. I never you know? noticed it until this time when I was like, oh shit, that's what that is. Because I was really like I was right in front of my face. I was watching my computer. I was like, oh, that's what they're going for. Holy shit, I had no idea. Oh, God. And the lion's not eating anything. It's just sitting there like, oh, well, I licked up all the blood so well that I basically have bleach in my fucking tongue because I don't know how else I got the blood out of the sheets. Um, she, there was no meat on those bones. There was I mean, nothing. she was a thin as hell. I mean, that, that, that you know, the waist on that dress was like... Yeah. It was like she took off her wig, unplugged her prosthetic arm, and then he swallowed her whole. Pretty I much. I don't know how Bones else he got all. to that. Yeah. And he's like, ooh, that, you're meaty. Come here, you. I guarantee they had something way more creative for the ending for this episode, but they're like, fuck, what else can we show that we could just show to the audience and get it over in three <laughs> seconds? We'll have to have a fucking lion come in and, and eat people. Because it's the only visual representation that they can do here. It really, the, that part of the story was really the only real part of the original story Bo, uh, Charles Beaumont wrote that was actually the same. That's sad. Everything else had to be changed. Cause, like what? Uh, the original story took place in Africa he talked to an actual witch doctor guy. It was pretty interesting. And then the city kept changing. He didn't know where he was. There was no sounds. He just didn't know where he was. It, it, he, like Jumanji, basically. Um, no. But, sure. No, remember the house? The run around the house, and all of a sudden it starts becoming that, uh, the jungle. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. The city itself kept changing. Like, instead of like the drugstore down this way, it was like uh, some other thing changed. Like, and then when he retraced his steps back to the bar, the bar was gone, and it was like a something else. Something else different, or like a jungle hut. No, it was just city. The oh, city okay. kept changing. When you said changing, like, I thought you meant turning into Africa. I'm like, that sounds exactly like Jumanji. Like, no, no, it was just like a like okay. you know, you walk you walk down the street, then about face, and walk, and it's like, wait a minute, I'm on a different street. How'd that happen? Hmm. I don't know where I'm at. I'm lost. I built this fucker. <laughs> How am I lost? That sounds like it could it. be more interesting. It would almost have to be. The, literally, the story, if you read it, is actually not bad. But boy, did they really miss the miss the mark on the adaptation for television. Yeah, it's such a boring episode. I don't want to read the story. So it's just even if it's a great story, I won't read it. Hey, I'm just letting you know. It's, uh, it was actually pretty good. <sighs> Let's get out of here. Um, All right, next rocks. week. Oh no. And now, Mr. Serling. Next week on The Twilight Zone, we bring to the television cameras a most unique gentleman whose own very special brand of clownship has long ago become a milestone in American humor. Mr. Buster Keaton appears in Once Upon a Time, a script written especially for him by Richard Matheson. This one is wild, woolly, and most unpredictable. On The Twilight Zone next week, Mr. Buster Keaton in Once Upon a Time.
I'm going to keep repeating myself. Mr. Buster Keaton in Once Upon a Time. It also stars he's Mr. Buster Keaton. kind of a big deal back then. He was, uh, but he's screaming his name when he says it. Um, he, was, he was excited. He's excited. Uh, yeah. Uh, the reason we do the first season one first is because of this. Uh, this would be in two episodes for us now. I have to say this. See, I keep forgetting that you're... Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to give you a hard time. Anyway. Um, LIWstudios.com, Loitering in Wonderland, uh, on YouTube. I forgot what I was going to say there. Uh, figure it out. I don't fucking care. Loitering Wonderland at gmail.com if you want to get a hold of us. Walking Dead reviews back, by the way. Right on. I, uh, I started catching up to the shows that you just started doing. So I can catch up to this great masterpiece of a fucking show. But the podcast for it's Amazing. L.I.W. The Walking Dead Review. And Fear the Walking Dead Review. And the comic never, book. I actually never watched The Fear of Walking Dead. I'm like, the, the, the Walking Dead is bad enough. Fear the Walking Dead do. is far superior. I have, I've heard the opposite. Well, people... Is it someone that likes The Walking Dead, though, that said that? I didn't ask. That's probably where you should start. Yeah, probably. <laughs> anyway, where can we find you? It's a double L N K Z on Twitter or links. That's what, how it looks anyway. And then reddragsradio.com. Yep. Let's get out of here. Um, we'll be back next episode with what the fuck are we doing? Uh, perchance to dream redux. We're gonna hit it back over the head and uh, jump out windows and see how that. We'll see if we can soar. The first Charles Beaumont ever uh, done on the TZ. Matter of fact, we're doing two Charles Beaumonts. I'm excited. I'm so excited. The next one's much better. <laughs> it's, my, it's one of my favorites. Actually. I know. I remember your top five. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West Choir. And I am Frank Clementanix. I love that so much. It makes me so happy. It's so much better than Cowtail. <laughs> I know. Anyway, so long, citizens.